Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to share it with all of your friends, especially your baseball friends. This episode, Chin Music with award-winning author Rick Robinson and myself. We're going to talk about the late, great Bob Gibson, one of the all-time great pitchers in Major League Baseball, and he caused Major League Baseball to change their rules. We'll tell you all about that. We'll talk about the 2020 postseason, the excitement there. A lot of good baseball talk for you here on Chin Music with Rick Robinson and myself. Hey, don't forget our other podcast. We got picks from Trey Blossman. That episode will drop Thursday. NFL and NCAA picks against the spread. Coonass and the Redneck brought to you by the Ice House Tap Room in Baton Rouge. That'll be dropped on Friday with Anthony Gallo and I with some NCAA picks for you. Hey, keep up with it all. Connect with me on social media. I'm happy to connect with you. Love sports, music, food, good times, fun. Connect with me, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account. We'll hear a quick message from our host, Anchor, and then we'll be back, and we'll be joined by Rick Robinson. It's time for some chin music. Bob Gibson and Major League Baseball postseason talk. Stay tuned. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by award-winning author Rick Robinson. Chin Music, going to talk about Major League Baseball, the great Bob Gibson, the postseason, which is going on as we speak. Just going to kick some things around, have some fun for you here in October with its baseball playoff time. Award-winning author Rick Robinson. Rick, hello. How are you doing today? Tommy, I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing better than you. I don't have a hurricane bearing down on me up here in Kentucky, but I, we, we we certainly have a beautiful fall day. So if you if you get flooded out, you can come up to uh, the Cincinnati area, and we'll be glad to take you in for a couple of days. Yeah, well, I'd be happy to do that. You never know. It may have to. I don't think so, but you never know. Hey, sad news in the world of Major League Baseball uh, came upon us a few days ago. You know, it, it it's happening, Tommy, that all of our childhood heroes are, are you know, finding their way to the other side, as uh, as might be said. This week, uh, we had we had Tom Seaver earlier in the month. This week, it's Bob Gibson. And Bob Gibson, I think, it, there are very few athletes who have come along that because they were so good, the game was changed. You know, Kareem Jabbar comes along. What do they do? They ban the dunk. Tiger Woods comes around, wins the Masters at 17 under. What do they do? They lengthen the course and add rough. Bob Gibson, 1968, was so damn good that they lowered the pitching mound because he had such a strong, you know, he had such a strong advantage over the batters because he was that darn good. Uh, Gibson was 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 more than that to just a, a great athlete to me personally in that 
this will sound sound somewhat silly, but the 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 first book that I can remember doing a book report on was you know you go to remember when we were kids they used to have book fairs. You know, and you go and you'd buy your paperback book, you know, for a, for 75 cents or whatever, and then you get to do a report on it, right? Right, yeah. The, the, the one that I bought was was on Bob Gibson. My father was outraged that I bought it, not because he was an African-American, but because he was a St. Louis Cardinal. <laughs> but I got home, and I read the book, and I, and I was just suddenly fascinated by Bob Gibson. And the one thing that I can remember in the book, as I sit here and I remember doing this, this report, and it was 68, I was 10 years old. Uh, the one thing I remember about this report was reading about how Gibson, during spring training, he and the other African-American players had to stay at separate hotels from the white players. And and I found that so confusing as a ten year old, right? That that here's this guy that I had seen on television and was a star to me and was somebody special, and that he had to stay somewhere else as he was coming up uh, in the minors and then even when he got to the majors when they would get to the to spring training that he had to stay somewhere else and it was just something that very early sparked my social conscience that why wasn't this guy being treated fair? This guy was better than everybody else. This guy was so good. They're changing the game for him. And he has to stay in a different hotel on the other side of town. That that was what, what, you know, when I saw that Bob Gibson had died, I, I thought a lot about what had happened in the sport, but I also thought about the social implications that it brought to me personally of the first time I had this, you know, kids talk today about being woke. You know, I think that was my awakening that there was, there was, Something going on here that I didn't understand as a 10-year-old kid. Well, I think you make a great point, Bob Gibson. Uh, you know, he caused baseball to change the rules. You know, you mentioned Abdul-Jabbar, Lou Alcindor. Uh, they changed basketball because of him. I can think of two NFL players which caused the NFL to change rules. One was Mel Blunt the defensive back who was so good that he eliminated a receiver from the other team. They had to change the way defensive backs covered wide receivers. And the other was Lawrence Taylor, who nobody could block. And they then allowed blockers to use their hands to, to block because you couldn't block Taylor under the current rules that when he played. But yeah, Bob Gibson, thought about those, but yeah, you're right. You're Bob right. Gibson was the ultimate competitor. He may have, you know, put the word compete into baseball because he would flat out challenge people. He threw fastballs. He, he was an incredible pitcher, an incredible competitor. I mean, he didn't care. I mean, he would he would throw a pitch high and in. He'd throw chin music at his mother if he had to. That, that was and, the old joke about Gibson was that if his mother took his corner of the plate, he was going to put one at her put one in her ear. The last <laughs> batter that faced Bob Gibson in Major League Baseball with a, a, a journeyman named Pete Lecoq, and he hit a home run off Gibson. Ten years later in an old-timers game, Gibson hit him. Okay, ten years later in an old-timers game. Ten years game, later. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he came up to the plate, Gibson hit him. I'm thinking, you know, the ultimate competitor. Uh, yeah, he was a pitching coach for a while with the Braves under Joe Torrey. That's when I could watch every Braves game on the old Superstation out of Atlanta. But uh, I always – being a, you know, I played collegiately as a pitcher, and Bob Gibson's one of those you just think, man, if you could ever be half as good as him, you might be kind of good. But uh, what a competitor! 
uh, Hall of Famer, obviously, no question, no doubt. And I, I would think that uh, he, he means so much to Major League Baseball, to the Cardinal organization, which he had so many great years for. And uh, he was just uh, – he was the guy who – Got it done for the Cardinals. I read where one year he had 34 starts, 28 complete games. And the only reason he didn't have 34 complete games is because they put another pitcher in. They never pinned, they never took him off the mound. They pinch hit for him when he had the bat, you know, in a close game or whatever. They never replaced him that year on the mound with another pitcher. Only when he got pinched Absolutely. Hit for, did he come out. And that's the year he had the 1.12 ERA. 1.12 ERA. 1.12 ERA, ladies and gentlemen. Think of that. And then, of course, the mound was lowered from 12 inches to 10 because he was just too dominant uh, of a pitcher. So great stuff who, on Bob who is the, who is, Gibson. By the way, who was the ERA leader in the American League that year? Lolich. Tiant. Louis Tion. Wow. I just yeah, pulled Louis Lola, Tion. I pulled Mickey Lolich out the air there because I know he was always pretty good back in them days. But yeah, Luis was, Tion. Uh, Lu- Luis Tion was when he was with Cleveland. Hey, so let's look take a look at the at the at the brackets now. Uh let's switch over to the playoffs in the American and National League black brackets that we got going. Uh I'm kind of surprised at Miami. Right now, uh, uh, making their way into the uh, into the division, although they're down one zip against the uh, against the Braves. Well, this is the way I've looked at the postseason bracket. Okay, we're in the year 2020, which has been a mind-boggling year for not just sports, but for for everyone in this world, basically, and certainly in our country. I, I I'm of the belief that anything could happen. You could always say that. But it, maybe it's magnified here in 2020. And, you know, the, the Marlins uh, sweeping the Cubs uh, in the wild card round. And, you know, I, we've seen home runs galore. I, I, for one, think the ball's the juice for the postseason to try to draw some attention. But I, I could be a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist there. But you know, We have I, the Reds playing 22 innings and not scoring a run. There's a major league record. Yeah, and that's not a juice baseball. They didn't juice the balls in that part. But anyway, I think it's been, been fun baseball. I've watched a lot. I've listened to some on satellite radio because I enjoy baseball on the radio so much. Uh, and, and I've caught parts of a lot of games. And, you know, it's been fun because I, I, I'm, I'm an enthusiast. I'm a traditionalist. I just like the baseball stuff. I don't like all the theatrics of Acuna with the Braves, but I guess the world's changing and I got to live with that. But I think that baseball has been exciting. And when we get to the championship series, which will be the next round, I think it's really going to turn up, and, and we've seen some really good baseball. Yeah, I think we have too. You know, Miami is up there. Uh, we talk about playing on, you know, playing in front of no fans. Hell, they're used to playing in front of no fans, so this is like <laughs> a normal, it's like a normal season to them. I think the season, the series right now, as we as we, as we get to the this this semifinals of the division of the of the league, I guess is what they're calling it this year, uh, is the Tampa Bay Yankees series. I, I find that one fascinating because I, I think we had said in initially, you know, this is going to be, can anybody get past LA and can anybody get past the Yankees? But suddenly it's, can anybody get past the, the, the Rays? The Rays are having a, a heck of a year. Or I should say they're having a heck of a playoff as much as anything. Uh, they have, uh, you know, the, the battle between New York, New York and Tampa Bay is if, if you aren't doing anything tonight, if you're not watching a game tonight, that's the one to watch. Because I think that's going to be the, the, the series that is the exciting one 
over the next couple of days before we get to the World Series. Well, you know, Kevin Cash maybe doesn't get enough credit as a manager for Tampa Bay. I mean, he's been innovative. He started this opener thing, or he was one of the ones that started it. He has managed a very good pitching staff. Seems like everybody on that staff throws 95 miles an hour plus, and he has managed that. You know, Boone makes a little gamble last night with the Yankees with the opener trying to flip the lineup for Tampa Bay. It kind of backfired on him. But if it would have worked, he'd have been called a genius. So that's the way that goes. But, I, you know, I, I think still think the Dodgers are the best team, although the Padres are exciting to watch over in the National League. American League, you know, the Astros, a lot of people still sour about all of that. Uh, but the Tampa Bay New York series has, has what's, had a what's gonna what's gonna happen? You think if we get to an L.A. Houston well, it, World it, Series, it, you think uh, there's you think there's going to be one or two inside pitches? A lot of inside pitches. The game would be in Arlington, home of the Texas Rangers. That's where the World Series is going to be played. They've already sold out the limited amount of tickets that they made available. I actually contemplated buying some tickets. I can drive to Arlington in about eight hours from where I'm at. But obviously, I'm not going to do that. But it, it crossed my mind. But that would be interesting to, to see what happens with the Astros. As good as the Oakland A's are, I don't know if they can win three straight against Houston. Uh, but it's been a fun series. It's been, you know, expect the unexpected. There's been a lot of craziness going on. And, and I'm enjoying the good baseball. I'll just say it that way. Yeah, it, with the exception of watching uh, my Cincinnati Red Legs play bad offense. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, with, that, well, with great but you, you know, you say bad offense, and obviously, if you don't score runs, that's bad offense. But the people they left on base, the operative, yeah, the left poor, on base, the it, poor, it, poor base running in many cases. You know, they 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 kind of had offense; they just couldn't deliver anybody to home plate. You know, that you know that double steal that they had was called from the dugout. Yeah, and that was bad. And again, that wasn't that wasn't a missed call. That wasn't anything else. It's like you you, you got runners on the corner. You really think a major league catcher with nobody in the stands is going to realize that the guy at third base is running down towards him? Well, well here, yeah. I'll throw it a second. That was just a stupid call. That's but stuff. you're right. They, they, they had the offense. They just couldn't put them onto the plate. Uh, you know, I think, again, the, you know, the, the, the interesting thing is going to happen here if you get up with, with Los Angeles and Houston back at this thing. It's going to be fun to watch uh, those first two games to see uh, uh, if there's any hurt feelings left on the uh, on the mound. <laughs> I think there's a lot of that. You know, that double steal that works in 12-year-old U-Triple-S-A travel ball, it does not work in the major <laughs> leagues with, with an empty stadium. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it's been a fun postseason. Hey, I appreciate all the comments on Bob Gibson, uh, one of the all-time greats. And like we said, he caused MLB to change their rules. And not many athletes in the history of pro sports can say they, they caused that. Rick Robinson, uh, next week we'll, we'll do this again, talk about some championship series and pe- take a peek at the upcoming World Series. But before we get out of here, tell folks how they can acquire your award-winning work. You're a noted author, an award-winning author. Tell people how they can pick up your books. Headlinebooks.com or go to my author page on Amazon. And, hey, if you get a chance, drop over to uh, Zoom Into Books on uh, on YouTube that channel, Zoom into Books, where I just interviewed P.J. O'Rourke about his new book, uh, uh, A Cry from the Far Middle. It was a fun interview. My P.J. is an old friend of mine. Uh, anybody who wants to, to see what P.J. has to say about politics these days, 
go over to the channel on YouTube, zoom into books, listen to my interview with PJ O'Rourke. Thank you so much, Rick. We'll do this again next week. Talk to you then, Tommy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.